Hello, you found Rebirth, a podcast about women saving lives by living their own. My name is Kate Fenton and I'm the founder. I've been fascinated with people's stories since I was really little. And today we call this an episode of Magic in the Mundane. You and I are going to sit down and have a chat talking about the return of light, the possibility of light. December um, in the Northern Hemisphere is the winter solstice when we have the darkest night and just like the polarity of everything else, it is the return of the light. We're going to talk about that. Um, We are winding down season three. Our last episode is December 21st. We'll be back season four in January of 2021. In that time, please feel free to go back into season one, season two. Each of these episodes is created like a little resource, a book that you can pull off, a friend um, who can listen to you and you can listen to them and hopefully find some, some medicine, some comfort, or even a laugh in the cup of tea that we have together. I have coaching, um, you know, you can hear that. Mm. Coaching is such an overused word, and in my client practice, in person, uh, my clients understand that even though we were doing a lot of time physical or energy work, we would start each session talking, because really it is understanding what's present for you, your intention, where your mindset is, that delineates where our practitionership goes. 2020 has turned um, a corner of favor in that I'm able to reach my clients with no geographical limitation. And 2020 has also been the rotor rooter of all the things we haven't dealt with, pulling out all those drawers of mementos, stuck emotions, dreams that really need to come to fruition, or most importantly, I think, is the feeling of being comfortable within. I have a class called Sit in Your Center, and I have a, a mini class called Find Your Center. And it's this idea that if we can keep coming back to who we are and find the center point of ourselves, it's so much easier to know what to do next, whether it's how to eat, how to talk to your spouse, where to take your um, career, or just, oh, there's so much commotion inside. How do I make friends with myself again? My next opening for that mentorship, that entering into container um, is in January and I'm accepting client applications now. So you can send me a message at kate at katebreton.com if you think, you know, yeah, this is the time that I need to sit and make friends with myself and friends with my life. We have eight and 12 week containers and you can send an inquiry email and then we do a 20 minute connection chat because this is something that you want to make sure that you feel that mm-hmm, we want to start with that yep i feel it inside this is the thing that is going to help me hear myself this is the thing that's going to help me sleep at night bring a little bit more peace and have a little bit more faith in myself to that end i want to plug a course my friend is doing um she is uh, an energy practitioner her website is tapintoabundancenow.com tap into abundance now her name is um, heidi garris and she's actually doing a money fat manifesting class right now with uh, money light codes and if you're listening to this on monday december 7th you're going to want to hop to it because it starts on tuesday but I uh, have worked with Heidi before in a different, um, it, with tapping, and I was interested in her light codes class because 
I know that she has a deep service to humanity in her heart. And I am fascinated with this idea of how we are moving from earth to air in, in the signs of our, we talk more about this in, in the podcast, and also how 2020 is asking us to reconfigure how we're of service. And a lot of us that are in service need to reconfigure that we need the support we need to do what we're here to do. Now is our time. And I am blown away by what Heidi is offering and the service and the heart. And, you know, part of rebirth is to have a, have a corner in this world to bring to listeners um, resources that might help. So hop on to tap into abundance dot, uh, tap into abundance now.com to um, check out her money light codes course that's starting in December and she's making it super accessible. Thank you. Did you get all that? Thank you. Now we can go into our chat. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy rebirth, help support our stories by liking and subscribing wherever you enjoy listening to your podcast, share with a friend or hop onto our anchor homepage easily found at capebreton.com and become a rebirth supporter. You'll also find there that we're going to start having sponsorship applications. If you resonate with what we find here and you are like Heidi and have something that you, um, Although that is not a paid sponsorship. I'm just excited what, by what she's doing. This is not authorized. I'm just sharing it with you. But if you would like, if you and I are a good match and you're offering something to the community and you would like to be a sponsor and reach this community, you can fill out an application. Even a monthly sponsorship, which is the cost of one good cup of coffee, helps bring inspiration and beauty right to your ears. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful day, family. Hi community, how are you? Today we're gonna to talk about opportunity and obstacles. I know, kind of a common theme for 2020. So I've been fascinated by this idea since 2020 has kind of reshuffled that um, what we're in control of. And I think, for, I don't just think I know that for many people, um, things have become incredibly difficult and some things have been really um, undone for the benefit and they might not be out of the forest yet of understanding what that means but they have witnessed that um, the disruption of previous lifestyle has illuminated where change has been begging to occur and now is demanding and you know humans and change, not our favorite topic. And so the new that is trying to come in can be seen as an obstacle. And it would have to be our choice to perceive it as an opportunity. And I don't want to um, roll everyone's experience into that because it's, it's not an opportunity when you don't have enough money for food or rent. So clearly I'm talking about um, looking at tiers of existence where our base needs are met. And then if you're like, well, Kate, that's exclusive. You know, you're not really including everyone's experience of 2020. Well, right, I'm not. And I'm, I'm also wanting to say when there is a base of um, people who do not have their food and rent needs met, 
then it is an opportunity for those of us who do have those needs met to look at systematically how we can change that. And if our first response is outside of ourselves, that's not what I'm talking about. We're not going to say, oh, the lawmakers should be doing it or big business should be doing it. Well, of, uh, hello, of course. And if we were sitting in the idea of community, our reaction would be different. So I'm wanting to pull the camera kind of in personally, if you're listening to this podcast and I'm thinking that if we're going to always respond to um, a statement of turning obstacles into opportunity, then let's like pull really close down into um, your personal life. And let's go to, if you had someone on a street corner asking for money, did you roll down your window? Cause you had an opportunity to turn their obstacle around even if only in five, 10 or $20 increments. Okay. So let's put that into the pot of contemplation, but I'm going to turn us towards um, looking at lifestyles that maybe we're sitting with the availability to make some changes. Okay. Um, I'm sitting on this idea in December paying a very amateur attention to this thing called um, the great conjunction that's happening on December 21st. So you can Google an astronomy site or an astrology site, and I'll tell you that this is a really big deal. I've seen three different numbers of when was the last time that this happened. So um, we'll say around 200 years for the average of what I've seen in different um, expectations of when was the last time this happened. Some people are calling it the Christmas star because when Jupiter and Saturn, which are two huge planets that haven't been together, um, we'll say, you know, in at least 200 years, they're going to join in the night sky and appear to be one star. You'll be able to see this after sunset on this, on December 21st, which happens to be winter solstice, which is the darkest night and then return of the light. For many people, um, December has a, a, a metaphor of light affiliated with it. And um, Rudolf Steiner, who will be mentioned in our next podcast with uh, Kim Morietta, who is, a, who is um, educated in the Waldorf tradition, um, although Steiner was more than has, has his hand in many more things than just that school, he had a philosophy and I was on, um, the transcending root apothecary. You can find them on Instagram. Um, Kim's doing amazing work in the Fishtown area. Transcending root apothecary had this great invitation. I'm, um, quoting Steiner's, uh, I guess invitation really is the, the next best word. <laughs> so Kim's invitation, sharing Steiner's invitation of the spiraling into the darkness and the preparation of returning the light of the four weeks of Advent. And that each week addresses something in our, um, I'll say our natural world. And so the first week, which would have been last week, is you light a candle 
were stones, stones that live in crystals, seashells, and bones. And this week would be the light of plants, root, stem, leaf, and flower, and fruit by whom we live and grow. And next week would be the light of the beasts. My smile because I love our beasts. Animals of farm, field, forest, air, and sea. And the fourth light of Advent. The week of the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction. The week where astrologically we move out of an earth sign and into an air sign. And some people are calling this a, an, an invitation to to a new way of interaction, a new way of perceiving obstacles as opportunities, a new way of reclaiming our sovereignty mm -hmm. in how we thought, think and act and creating a new paradigm. I mean, we can look around everywhere at things crumbling and we can stare at the crumbling or we can, like many visionaries, look at a place where many people see nothing and see what will be. The fourth week of Advent, Steiner says, is the light of humankind, the light of love, the light of thought, to give and to understand. Um, Amma is a um, hugging saint of India, and she was telling, they were talking about... Um, one of her swamis was talking about how she would look at uh, this swampland and talk about how that would be where her the university is that she was building. So instead of seeing desolate marsh, she held her vision of what would be birthed there and now stands. And they were saying, um, you can research on your own. I didn't write the show notes for this, but they were saying how now for, for newly birthed universities, it's, it's an international player um, leading in so many areas of um, development and new thought. They were even talking about Amritapuri working with Tesla and, and, and being innovative in how we serve humanity. So it's not archaic. You know, you can stand on the foundation of consciousness and tradition and and stand on that uh, uh, on a foundation that would help you birth new technologies and new ways of doing things that holds the light that believes that there's a, a way that we can be profitable while being healthy in our food in our societal structure Oh, it's not that I think that December 21st is going to happen and we're then going to just say, oh, and, you know, January 1st will birth a whole new world. I mean, I don't know. That's out of my paving to understand what's going to happen. But does it but does a university get built in one day? Or do you hold the vision and potentize a vision that slowly brings the materials to create something new in form? Kate. How are we going to do that? Well, interestingly, I was, I was thinking about how, why do we not like obstacles, right? Because we fear we can't get around them. Oh no, what am I going to do? This is bad. I'm scared. I saw this quote. Is uh, to remove fear is to remove the deep-seated resistance to the flow of light. 
enlightens possibilities in the beingness of man. To remove fear is to remove the deep-seated resistance to the flow of light and light's possibilities in the beingness of man. So as we're spiraling down, I mean, I think a lot of us would be like, oh, 2020, yeah, okay, we're spiraling down. <laughs> and the, and every time, what is it, it's like, you, you know, you've hit rock bottom when you realize that rock bottom has a basement or something. It's like 2020 is like, oh, you think this, this, you, oh, you think this can't change? Watch. Oh, you think this can't change? Watch. Oh, you think this can't change? And it's like, well, um, where are we going to, to enter that spiral on the 21st? up because we live in polarity so as deep as we go down is as high as we can go up as deep down as we go is as high up as we can be so if we're looking at the light like do you think of light in stones in crystals and in bones do you think about light being in your bones? Do you think about your bones? They're breathing. They're malleable. You can feed them. They hold your structure. Do you think about the lights in plants, in the fruit? Think about summer's fruit. You're like, oh, that's such a good strawberry. Oh my gosh, that's such a great mango. And that burst of sweetness from that tree that has alchemized light to produce the fruit. And the beasts and the animals, the farm and the field. Perhaps if you have had a pet during the year of 2020, how many times have you looked at that animal and thought, where would I be without you? And are they mining the despair outside of them or are they mining your despair? And how about the light in your own eyes? Do you see it when you look into the bathroom mirror? The light of love, the light of thought to give and to understand? It is really hard to see that light when we are terrified, but to remove fear is to remove the deep-seated resistance to the flow of light and light's possibilities in the being of man. I mean, what if we allowed ourselves the wild, wild entertainment of our own power? that we consider that this December 21st of the most unexpected year could possibly be an invitation to the returning of light in a way that we have never seen in our lifetime, just as the instability of this year is something we have never seen in our lifetime. What if we allow the possibility that there is this little spark inside that twinkled out of your eyes when you arrived and 
through the course of your life has at times shone brightly and at times been shaken. What if there was a chance for you to allow yourself to believe that everything you needed was given to you at the time of your birth and the obstacles that are in front of you that are absolutely crushing could be alchemized with your light of faith in yourself, in love, in the giving and understanding of the possibility that things can change and that you, my friend, could be the conduit of that change. Let me know what happens. Thanks for listening. As always, thank you for tuning in to family. It's listeners sharing, subscribing, supporting the rebirth community that I believe we will create the ability to refine and reclaim magic in the mundane. Stay tuned to online updates, our newsletter at katebreton.com. Send me an email, kate at katebreton.com. I love listening to my listeners. Thanks for tuning in.